Hey guys, Jeff Wu here. We've all seen the controversy with Facebook business practices. With the news of Zuckerberg testifying at Congress or the fake news crisis, it never really personally affected me. It was more of passive amusement than anything more broadly concerning or actionable. That changed when we wanted to promote a recent episode of the HVMN podcast that explored the ketogenic diet and challenged traditional cholesterol guidelines. It was denied for false, deceptive, or misleading claims. A couple weeks ago, I recorded a podcast with Dave Feldman, and he's a thoughtful open source scientist and engineer who's been really deep into lipids, cholesterol, and low carb diets. Although the discussion did challenge conventional medical dogma, I thought we were nuanced, spoke towards Dave's actual N equals one data, and presented the steel man versions of the conventional argument. I thought we were very fair, and I was excited to promote the podcast. My producer, Zill, buys Facebook advertisements as part of our podcast distribution. We've never run into any problems doing so. We've advertised episodes featuring Michaela Peterson, talking about the carnivore diet, speaking with Dr. Jason Fung about intermittent fasting, all sorts of topics. When Zill put in the traditional ad buy on Dave Feldman's episode, it was denied for false, deceptive, or misleading claims. I'll read the post here. Cholesterol just became a little bit more complicated. We challenged traditional cholesterol guidelines with Dave Feldman, who has years of rigorous self-experiments surrounding low-carb and ketogenic diets. This is a fatty episode that you won't want to miss. That was the advertisement claim. Are we even making any claims in this post? You be the judge. The way I read it, and I think a way of a lot of our community members on Twitter read it, was that we didn't even make any claims. This was literally just saying, hey, here is a medical dogma. Here is someone's data on cholesterol. Can we rethink it? Zola and I didn't know what was going on. Confused, I posted the Facebook interaction on Twitter, and it blew up. We had Dr. Sean Baker, a carnivore advocate, jump in. We had all sorts of folks on nutrition Twitter and low-carb Twitter. The conversation even trickled on to Reddit, where it was a top post on our zero-carb and our keto gains. Let's dive into the controversy and read some of the comments and feedback that the Twitter and Reddit folks had. Things Facebook allows. Anti-vax groups and posts, literal fake news, various types of hateful rhetoric, misleading and blatantly false ads about weight loss that Facebook gets revenue from. Things Facebook does not allow. Misinformed posts about the relationship between keto and weight loss. I'm not saying this is a conspiracy theory. I just find it laughable that this is where Facebook draws the line not the million more problematic things on its website. Another commenter said, I'm suspicious there's about to be a push to discredit keto. Diet shill Jillian Michaels has been making the rounds lately disproving keto myths, all while pushing her own system, which conveniently involves giving her money. I think there's some kernel of truth to the point that there does seem to be a lot of pushback on keto. I wonder where that's coming from. If you look at the Google searches for keto, it really is growing really, really quickly. So I can kind of understand that there needs to be some sort of gut check or patience before we roll out keto to everyone. There might be something to the fact that because keto is now so popular, there's more of an incentive, more of a push for people to be anti-keto, to be famous. So I get that point around Jillian Michaels, all these people really coming out being the anti-keto champion to gain fame as keto is really, really getting steam. I laughed at all information must be true for all people. That pretty much wipes out all of healthcare practice. Good point, that's a great comment. I don't know if you can make a categorical statement that applies for everyone because humans are so diverse. I guess you could say humans need water and oxygen and need some sort of caloric content to survive. Almost every single advertisement has some sort of subjective or targeting for some sort of demographic. So if every advertisement must reply equally validly to every single human being, 
I'm not sure that many things qualify for that kind of bar. Dave Feldman, my podcast guest, he writes, this is a very new one for me, Jeffrey Wu Me. I'd certainly love to talk to whoever is in charge and discuss exactly what part of this they feel isn't evidence-based. And Dr. Sean Baker, carnivore advocate, one of my other podcast guests, he writes in, more censorship, talking about cholesterol in any way other than it's always bad is considered a deceptive claim. Wow. Let's look at first principles at the science, at the data. I think this is actually a very important conversation to have to understand what is cholesterol, how is it beneficial, how is it detrimental, and actually understanding this so we can actually apply these recommendations to populations to make people healthier, especially in a time where diabetes, obesity, metabolic syndrome rates are going up into the right and skyrocketing. This is not sustainable for our society, for our economy, for just you and me as people. We can't live in a society that's just sick and dying and not understanding what's causing it. But the censorship or the ad block didn't just seem to affect us. We've had other folks that have posted or tried to post keto-related content and had roadblocks. One of the commenters said, I had this issue and was just promoting a keto FAQ video. I thought about replacing the word keto with vegan to see if it would let it slide, LOL. I think that's actually a pretty interesting point. If you think about the messaging and the feeling of vegan and vegan movement, there's just as much data on vegan diets as carnivore diets in the sense that there's randomized controlled trials for none of them. Uh, it is a little bit ironic to me that you have vegan with this halo of health, carnivore or keto with this halo of this is going to destroy you and be totally horrible for you. It is interesting to see how these two experimental diets are perceived. But there are also comments that had a little bit more level head where this wasn't just an immediate conspiracy theory. Let's read some of those comments too. It looks like it was removed automatically for weight loss claims and things like that. Not because there's a Facebook conspiracy to make everyone eat carbs. You can put your pitchforks and tinfoil hat away. I'm not a tinfoil kind of person, so I understand where this commenter came from. Do I think that Facebook has a grand conspiracy stuff of all with carbs? No, I don't believe that. But you know, as a software engineer, can I sort of understand the automated systems? I can understand maybe that keto is a flagged word. There were some ideas that downward pointing arrow that maybe implied weight loss. You can get kind of super deep on this, but I think just in terms of transparency and what we think of how to promote and allow freedom of speech, we should have a lot more clarity on the rules that Facebook is enforcing on everyone. Well, at the end of the day, we requested a manual review where we had a chance to refute the rejected claim. And actually, the ad was then approved without any further changes. Ultimately, the post was approved and we were able to fairly distribute the episode, so no real harm done in the grand scheme of things. But I think this small controversy actually is a reflection of a broad problem of our time, which is how do we think about speech? How do we think about information? Isn't it a little bit weird that you have corporate product managers that work at a big company deciding what is an allowable thing to say and what is not allowable? These are not elected people. These are just people that I know, people that you probably know, just working at Facebook, deciding, oh, this is allowable, this is not allowable. Isn't that weird? We as a society have more and more information and science around ketogenic diets, low carb diets. How do we make sure that information is able to get out there and able to reach the end people? So my little prediction here is that as the ketogenic diet continues to grow in popularity, there'll be even more and more pushback. So it'll be an interesting information war between people on keto, people people on vegan, people all sorts of different diets, just duking it out in the informational battle space. I wanna be clear, I'm not a dogmatic person at all. If the science behind a ketogenic diet is reasonable for applications that you want, then use it. If a vegan diet is for 
some reason exactly the application that you want to optimize for, then go for it as well. I think it's just unfair when you just take a blanket statement like keto is terrible or vegan is awesome and have that end all conversation. You and I, we're all different human beings with our own unique biochemical signatures. Let's actually have a real conversation about what each of us want personally and as our goals and use nutrition, things like intermittent fasting, biohacking, nootropics, ketone esters as all different ways to get us from our baseline which is very different to where we want to go, which could potentially be different. My whole takeaway here is that censorship limit of speech, that's a very risky thing that's going to be beyond the scope of this conversation to talk about. But the broader picture is that let's stay informed. Let's make sure that information can get out there. Let's stay science driven and let's be vocal to make sure that science data is never repressed. If you like this video, give it a thumbs up and subscribe. We really appreciate your support. And you have feedback or you think what I'm saying is off base, Write in the comments. I'll respond. We'll have a conversation. Until next time, peace. But here's the secret. The secret is, while we call it the keto diet, when you really sit down and do the math, actually we're powered much more by the direct delivery of fatty acids. Many of those on board, these VLDLs, which will then ultimately, as they drop them off, remodel to LDLs. VLDLs last for a small amount of time because they quickly drop off their energy. LDLs will last anywhere from two to four days because they serve other purposes within the body. And the cholesterol that's found on, in, on board of these, that's what they're going to zero in on. So in a sense, they're right. If I decide to go ahead and get powered by glucose and therefore powered more by carbs. So like sure, a high carb, low fat diet. I believe you might have in inverted that just to just to make sure that's not like low carb, high fat vegan diet. It's you're, you're meaning high carb, low fat vegan diet as an example. Well, and, and for that matter, I did a, a recent experiment. I don't know if you'd heard about it, but I really wanted to demonstrate that it wasn't even food quality. So I ate a, I ate a diet that I was quite confident nobody would recommend. I had white bread and processed meat. What I did was uh, I isolated down to, to not just white bread, but I got Wonder Bread, which is just trash. Like I do a lot of these experiments so other people don't have to. So please don't get inspired by any of the things I'm about to say. I knew if I just gorged on white bread and lean processed meat that my cholesterol would drop. And I predicted that and even uh, posted it in a video, which I kept private right up until the point that the experiment was concluded. And then I switched it on. So it was timestamp. Uh, that experiment, indeed, my LDL cholesterol, the start of the experiment, at the point where I finally ramped up to full speed, my LDL was, I want to say, 296, so about 300. Mm -hmm. And in seven days, I dropped it to 83. From 296 to 83. So I dropped it effectively yeah. 213 milligrams per deciliter in seven days. Something something no drug that I know of on the market could, pop, could accomplish, right? Okay. All I did was I changed my metabolic pathway. I was going from a fat-based uh, energy source to a carb-based energy source.